use federal regulations to challenge mandates to get shots. The Code of Federal Regulations, known as CFR 21-50.23.24, states it is illegal to force participation in an experimental program. Forced participation uses coercion to gain participation. Under Google, coercion is considered to be a noun, the practice of persuading someone to do something by using force or threats. A similar term is force compulsion. Coercion is illegal under 18 U.S. Code Section 2331, subsection 802. It is a form of domestic terrorism. Anytime a U.S. citizen or government in the U.S. is forced to do something it wouldn't otherwise do is known as coercion and domestic terrorism. Use these two laws when asked or required to take the shot. Record the conversation using your phone. Ask, are you violating Code of Federal Regulation 21-50.23.24? This carries a 99-year prison term. Number two, it is also a civil violation of the law under U.S. Code 18, Section 2.331. This also carries a 99-year prison term. Killing the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, killing, I'm always tuned in to fame. He has the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes, very informative. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to Faze. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, chilling the world, I stay tuned to the Faze podcast. It's the hottest message out there. you doing that 
hopefully that if we can learn how to agree to disagree and we can live like people when I make the hard topics I say the hard things I make the thing itch scratch so if your itch is not scratching and you scratching on the itch maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror so I'm not here for no drama I'm not here for no nothing just to learn, learn, learn and edify this is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Boss T, let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and can't eat? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and down when nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Rain falls down, you ain't got no choice but wet. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Nigga, get back up, you gotta fight Boss T real science they come up with this this is from uh, a while back we played this because this guy did his experiments and he once again i'm glad they put this up for us to remember to remember there was no such thing as covid and he discovered this dr derek noss clinical lab scientist and have tested 1500 supposed positive covid19 samples collected here in southern california when my lab team and i did the testing through coke's postulates and observation under a scanning electron microscope, we found no COVID in any of the 1,500 samples. What we found was that all of the 1,500 samples were mostly influenza A and some were influenza B, but not a single case of COVID, and we did not use the the BSPCR test. Polymerase chain reaction test. Celia Farber does wonderful journalism on the topic. I did videos on this channel for that. We then sent the remainder of the samples to Stanford, Cornell, and a few of the University of California labs, and they found the same results as we did. No COVID. They found influenza A and B. All of us then spoke to the CDC and asked for viable samples of COVID which CDC said they could not provide as they did not have any samples. We have now come to the firm conclusion through all our research and lab work that the COVID-19 was imaginary and and fictitious. When America and the industrial world felt that, no, we cannot be buying tropical oils. So we must proceed and produce seed oils. They started with corn and had corn oil. 
But this is an industrial creation. It's not natural. You don't boil, don't boil corn and get oil on top. But you boil what? You boil palm oil, palm, and you get oil on top. You boil coconut. Coconut, they grate it in Enzima and put it just like we do uh, drying cocoa. And the coconut oil just seeps down. This is natural. But somehow, once they got into the industrial oils, they started propaganda telling us tropical oils are bad. And all of us as scientists and researchers, we just swallowed it, hook, line, and sinker. And today, we can't even get coconut oil. But coconut oil, palm oil, palm kernel oil, shea butter, fantastic. You can eat it, eat it, I eat it. All right? And I won't come and tell you something that I don't do. I eat it. Because as far as I'm concerned, naturally, that is what nature intended. And those are the oils that form what we call the cell membranes. All right? The cell membranes are supposed to be, you know, impermeable. When you eat essential oils, the vegetable oils, and they tell us omega-3, omega-6, they are all alive. If you go deep into the literature, all those things are not true. All right? Now, all the work that was done many years ago, Framingham Report, the nurses study, all that, they've realized that all those things were particularly dotted to favor the type 3 fats. And now, they will tell you the truth. Because as far as they are concerned, their prime responsibility is to their industries and not to your health. Big Pharma is there, they will provide statins for your high cholesterol. If you eat vegetable oil, your cholesterol goes up because the vegetable oils need to add up to cholesterol before they can repair your cell membranes. So anybody who eats corn oil, sunflower, all those, canola, all those things, if your cholesterol is high, you know why your cholesterol is high. I'm telling you, that is the reason why your cholesterol is high. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. My life is out of control. I'm done. It's barreling. I'm just barreling down this fucking road. And I cannot. Oh. She, she don't mean me no good. She don't mean me no good. She's playing a fucking game. Pray. Pray for me right now and ask the Lord to give me strength, to give me courage, to give me strength to walk away from this person. Pray. I'm praying. I am talking to God every day. I am talking to Him every day. I'm going to die. I'm going to die.
Now pray for me. Pray for me. Lord, give me strength. Give me strength. Give me the strength to walk away from this woman. Make a way, please, make a way. Let me walk away from this woman. Please, 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 please. Help me walk away from this. Okay. Help me walk away from this and be safe. Help me walk away from this calmly. I pray in Jesus, Jesus' name, make me. Y'all pray for me. Pray, pray for me. African-American Alex Haley produced a film called Roots and in Roots he dramatizes the life of a young man uprooted from Jufure village in what is now known as the Gambia, Kunta Kinte and they take Kunta Kinte to the United States of America when they take Kunta Kinte to the United States of America, the first thing that they do to him is to beat him up, that he may change his name, so that Kunta Kinte is beaten out of him, and they introduce a new thing called Toby. When we are all empty, they fill us with something that is alien, and then we begin to think like them, we begin to think that our hair is not good enough so that our women must buy wigs from dead women in Asia so that our women must reject their skin they bleach it that they may become whiter so that our women can remove their eyebrows and eyelashes they may become slender. They do that to us. And they do that to us because they know that our women are the fountain of life. And that when they change our women, we men who are weak will be changed. We must stop that. Print it off. Okay. And it looks back. Just go print it off. 
So it does have a little disclaimer that it's confidential, but it says except where required and applicable by law. Now, by law, as a registered nurse, it is my legal responsibility to disclose this information in order to function within my standards of practice and to be honest, as per my union regulations, just in case anybody wants to fucking come at me. Also, you can't tell me it's misinformation when Pfizer itself sent it out, okay? Am I fucking irritated that people are not disclosing the fucking risks with this at this point right now that I have the evidence? Fuck yeah. Breather. The list of adverse events of special interest, you know, so not your normal ones like itching and, you know, sight pain. I had to look most of them up because I didn't even know what they were. It is nine pages long. Nine pages. Look at how full it. Nine pages. We have got congenital disorders, inflammation of the brain, autoimmune disorders, cerebrospinal disorders, paralysis, hemorrhage, dermatitis, hepatitis, herpes, all kinds of herpeses, seizures, embolism, multiple sclerosis, RA, TIA, stillbirth, diabetes, autoimmune conditions like anaphylaxis. I mean, okay, but to be fair, anaphylaxis can happen with any medication. Not that it makes the rest of this any fucking better. Okay. Okay, Pfizer has also taken multiple actions to help alleviate the large increase of adverse event reports, but I thought no one was having any issues, right? Anyways, so then why so many adverse events? Why? For a vaccine that is narratively defined as safe. Hmm? Please go get this or you are fired. Why is this page redacted? Hmm. Of the sample size, I believe it was 45,000 people, 4.6% of them got COVID. You have a less percent chance of getting it naturally, but we're going to give it to you in an, in an injection. It is not misinformation. It is a fucking fact. Thank you so much. Of the 40,000 that were 46,000, whatever, the four that died the same day of being vaccinated, it's probably because they already had COVID. <laughs> so, page 12 of the 270 pregnancies that they studied, there were more than 30 missed pregnancies. They even tell you who died of what. Three minutes. Black males don't have any authority over anything under the system of white supremacy, but they are allowed to pretend that they have it. But anytime they cross the white supremacists, they find out with shock that they are not men. They're just mm -hmm. boys. I don't care what kind of position they're supposed to have, what kind of title they're supposed to have. The truth is, and I can say this as a black male, the truth is, we are prisoners of war and we are prisoners of the system of white supremacy under racist man and racist woman. And they let us know that whenever we step out of line and start thinking that we are the head of some kind of household, a black female is on her own. And I want to put this in there too. If you have an offspring, don't expect any help from anybody. I want to wow. say that to every black female on the planet. 
If you produce a child, do not, under any circumstance, expect any help, particularly from any other non-white person on this planet. Okay, I'm going to answer this woman's question like this. I'm going to tell her and address my experience dealing with black women and the Detroit 300. See, when we address these experiences, what usually happens is other black women come into TikTok, come on YouTube, and when we start pointing these things out, they ban- They have that content flagged and banned. So I wonder how, much, how long this is going to last since it implicates them in destroying men that actually did try to help in the community. All right, these um, two women here, they went, got a white lawyer to sue the Detroit 300 to put them out of business because they were so effective in getting rid of um, crime in Detroit at the time when Detroit was at its most dangerous and volatile. No lights, this, that, and the other. Okay? So, the Detroit 300 decided to organize as Afro men because they figured that they were best suited to get rid of the gang problem in their community and it was making the community unsafe for children and the women. Alright? So, they went, they worked with the police and they said, we'll police our own neighborhood and if we need y'all, we'll come get y'all, but we'll police our own neighborhood and they were very... This was one of their campaigns and Um, They went after people who took the lives of children specifically. But see, there's one problem with this. There was one problem with this. And that was a lot of black women was up in arms because it was their sons that were being arrested and their daughters who was running these drugs and stuff. So they decided to get these men off. That's where these women come in. They sued the Detroit 300 to have them disbanded because these dudes were effective in getting their sons off the street. But here's the problem with this. For dudes like me that worked in the community first, it was black women that were sending their sons to steal my stuff. They covered for their sons who stole my stuff. So I quit doing stuff for the community because it's dangerous and risky. And this is what happened when Afro men stand up and try to make the community better. Black women step in with the Caucasian system and destroy those black men that try to help. So we stop. Uh, I almost got kidnapped at Walmart a couple days ago. So I'm a real early morning person. I like to get up at like 5 a.m and do the things I needed to do. Now this day I needed to go to Walmart because I needed to go grab a quick little outfit for my daughter because it was picture day. So I drove down to Walmart, it's like six o'clock in the morning. So when I pull into the parking lot, I see a white van sitting at the other end of the parking lot. I'm like, all right, cool. I kind of parked far away from them. So I go into Walmart, I'm walking around, I'm grabbing my stuff. And I notice a lady is constantly following behind me, mostly the, the aisles and stuff where I go to. So I keep my eye on her, but I continue to shop. 
So after I'm done shopping, I go to the self-checkout and I see her walk out the door. She didn't grab anything. She didn't do anything. She just walked straight out the door. All right, cool. So I go to walk out to my car and I see the van is about five, four or five spaces from where I park now. So I look and I start walking towards my car. And then I see the door of the van kind of start cracking open. So I stopped and I look at the van and then I pull her out of my waist. It is six o'clock in the morning. I'm not going anywhere without her. I already don't go anywhere without her during the day, but I dang sure ain't going nowhere at 6 a.m. without her. So I cocked it and I looked at him and I stood there. What y'all trying to do? Cause I have no problem spraying up y'all van. So the van turns on and they pull off. It's my life or yours. And I have no problem going to your funeral. So ladies, I'm saying this to say, y'all need to get licensed and registered because these people is really out here trying to take us. And also the things I do keep with me, I usually keep a small pack. I keep bleach wipes and I keep gloves. Keep these on your person at all times because they are sticking stuff in your cars. They are sticking stuff in your windows that they want you to pick up and it's laced with stuff. So keep some bleach wipes with you. So they come in small packs. The gloves, they come in big packs, but keep a couple on you if you're going anywhere. So you can take it off and then you can wipe your car down. Stay safe at all times. These people are really out here trying to kidnap people and put y'all in trafficking. But I'm not about to be one of them. Y'all can keep trying it if y'all want to. It's not happening. You study under a rabbi for five years and go through all the, the contents of Judaism. You can, you can become a Jewish. But your bloodline is not, not Jewish. It's not through the promise that was given through Abraham. Yeah. So when the promise was given to Abraham, that was through Abraham blood. Abraham wasn't Jewish. Sorry. Listen, Abraham wasn't Jewish. Listen, Abraham wasn't I Jewish. didn't say Abraham was Jewish. Thank you. So okay, Abraham so brother, you bring in things that have nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Listen to what I'm saying, though. If, listen, listen, I'm talking, listen, I'm going to speak to you right now. If you gave your son a promise and there was direct laws that your son would need to follow to inherit those promises, that's your bloodline. Yeah. Now, if your great, 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 great grandson forget that he have a promise, that doesn't mean he lost his promise. He, he forgot he had a promise. Yeah. Listen. Now, if this guy come from the Caucasus Mountains and come over and say, you know what? I'm going to follow what your great-great-grandfather followed. Just because he's following it, he's still not his promise. You understand? Yeah. He's just practicing mm -hmm. what the children of the promise mm -hmm. should be practicing to some degree. Mm -hmm. But when the child come back and realize that it's his promise, should it go to the person that converted or should, should it go to the bloodline person? It should go to the bloodline. Exactly. So that leads us to this conversation because believe it or not, Christ had a purpose to die on the cross for a people. Let me get that real quick. Get Hebrews 8 and 8 for me real quick. I'm going to go over this just for a couple of seconds. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you how this turns and come around full circle. Let's get Hebrews 8 and 8. 
Because this is the part I'm going to tell you, even in Christianity, they have really rejected the truth concerning this. They'll tell you it doesn't matter who the physical people of God is now. It can be anybody. Now, to some degree, it's right. Anyone can follow the truth, but you cannot reject the bloodline. So the question now is, how do we find, how do we find the true bloodline when there have been so many conversions? Let's go. Read Hebrews 8 and 8 for me real quick. The book of Hebrews chapter 8 verse 8. Let's go. For finding fault with them, he saith. Oh, who did God find fault with? The children of Israel. For finding fault with him, he said what? He saith, behold. Behold. The days come. The days will come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. I will with, make a new covenant with who? With the house of Israel. With who? With the house of Israel. So that old covenant was broken. But through Christ, a new covenant would, would be made with who? With the house of Israel. With the house of Israel. So even in the new covenant, it pertains to the original people. But the problem is the original people have no idea who they are. Now I'm going to show you. <laughs> and with the house of Judah. And with the house of Judah. Now it's saying the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Why? Because the kingdom was split after Solomon's sin mm -hmm. in 721. You're going to find out that the northern kingdom, some of them spread around different areas and went into Asia too. Mm -hmm. And in Japan. Mm -hmm. But a large number of them came over the waters into what we call the New World. The North American Indians and all of them. And that's why they're found in the Americas proof. They're found Hebrew in ancient burial grounds in the West, in America. And people started wondering, how can these Indians have Hebrew in their burial grounds? Mm -hmm. They're from the diaspora. So while everyone is focusing on the geopolitical Jews, they have rejected and ignored the true bloodline. When there's archaeological and biblical proof, that we can find who the, who the real Jews are today. Mm -hmm. Now the problem is, why should we be focused on one group that converted and not pay attention to the people God died, sent Christ for, who sinned in the Old Testament? See, that's a part that you can't find in no religion, in the Christian church, in the mosque, in, in, in the synagogues. No one is speaking of these people. Exactly. When there should be a conversation because how can everyone receive the promise of God and ignore the people of God? You a natural enemy. I'm going to call your attention to a book that you have to read. Have to read, brothers and sisters. The book that I'm about to tell you is a classic. Written, 50, uh, written 500 years before Christ. This book is so important in Western civilization that many major corporations make it required reading for top management. Probably all of you got the book read. I shouldn't even mention it, but I guess I'll mention it. It's called The Art of War by Sun Tzu, S-U-N-T-Z-U. You must read the book. How many of you have it? Raise your hand. Good. How many don't have it? How many are going to get it? Good. 
Two things he said in this book I want you to think about. Number one, he said, if a man knows himself, but he doesn't know his enemy, he will be successful 50% of the time. And he will fail 50% of the time. And if a man doesn't know himself and he doesn't know his enemy, he will always fail. And if a man knows himself and knows his enemy, he will be successful. Number two, and this is really, really heavy. It's heavy. I'm put number two here. Let's see if it, keep it there for a second, okay? Would you remind me that I have it here? Okay, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Question number one. How many of you in this audience believe in Allah, the supreme being, or God? Raise your hand. Very good. Very good. How many of you believe in his prophets? Raise your hand. Good. How many of you believe in the scriptures that the prophets bought? Raise your hand. Good. How many of you believe in angels? Life after death? Good. How many of you believe in the devil? Again, how many believe in the devil? Raise your hand. Okay, good. Put your hand down. Let me give you some news. You don't believe in the devil. You acknowledge the existence of the devil. And there's a major difference. You never find in Quran or Hadith, I meant to be shaitan. Right? You don't believe in the shaitan. He's real. He exists. Yeah, he is. But belief is not just mere uh, acknowledgement. You don't just acknowledge the existence of Allah. Believe in him, you have faith in him, you trust him, you depend upon him. More about that at another time, but it's really a deep statement. Now, question. Listen to what Allah says in the Quran. The devil is your enemy. So take him as an enemy. The devil's real. The Christians teach it. It's in the in the Bible. It's in the Torah. Musa, Moses taught it. It's in the Injil, the Gospel. Jesus taught it. All the prophets talked about this creature called Shaitan. He's the enemy of man. I said. Hey, my fellow rebellious criminals, I will leave this here and say nothing. Either it is tremendously coincidental or a sign of things to come. $18 million to expand HIV testing in Canada. Federal Health Minister Jean-Yves Duclos made the announcement today at AIDS 2022, the 24th International AIDS Conference here in Montreal. $8 million will fund the distribution of self-testing kits. The other $9.9 million will go towards expanding HIV. Self-testing kits. People will be testing at home to see if they have AIDS. Be testing in northern, remote, and isolated communities. We know that HIV is preventable, yet the rates of HIV infections remain high in Canada and in other countries. 
providing individuals with access to testing, treatment, and care can help reverse this trend. Removing barriers is a key to ending the AIDS pandemic. Ah. Ottawa estimates that 63,000 people are living with HIV in Canada and that one in 10 remains undiagnosed. Remember that number, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that number. Sometimes I dream that I'm finally free So baby, don't play me, I ain't no toy I'm a prisoner here, but I still make noise And I'm a child that I'm bowing with all my voice I'm a street kid now, but one day I'll be an island boy I'm just trying to make it, I'm an island boy Island boy, I'm an island boy Hey, I hope everybody is having a great day on today. I'm sitting in my kitchen and I'm praying and I'm just, it's a heaviness on my heart. And I'm just talking to God about what's to come. And he said to me that the people are not ready they still don't get it. Y'all still don't get it. And so many people that still lost and think that it's a game out here and think that God ain't coming. And I'm telling y'all, if you are sinning and you in the world, get out of the
God is pouring out. He's showing so many signs. He's giving so many warnings. I encourage anybody that comes across this video right now, please let go of bitterness. Let go of unforgiveness. Turn away from sin and things that you are doing that you know you're not supposed to be doing. Give your life to Christ and give your life to Christ right now before it's too late. And time is almost up, y'all. It's almost over. It's an ordained time, the same way in the book of Exodus. Now, I told y'all years ago, I didn't need a Hebrew Israelite message to know who he was. I told y'all years ago, I never needed it. When I read Exodus, I knew. I could look at that and say, this is who we are. I just knew it. I knew it and I still know it. And, and it came to be true by DNA, by geography. It's been proven so much. I don't know if persons don't want to believe it. They believe they got some kind of gender because it's just proven. Amen. And what's being proven now is where the other tribes in Africa are. That's been proven too. So the point is, is that this is who we are. This is very important to understand because if you understand who Israel is and you understand the last days, the reason why they confuse the last days is because they did not want you to understand who Israel was. Because the fake Jews over in Jerusalem are the ones that are masquerading as Israel. DNA proves they're not. They're Khazars. They're trying to get back to Khazaria, but the Russia stopped them. Magog stopped them. That's the war that's coming. But anyway, I digress. But there's a, there's a, there was a, uh, they stopped them from getting back during this Ukraine uh, war, which is right now the whole world is coming against Russia. If you notice, all the movies are about Russia, all the spying stuff. They can't stop talking about Russia in the media, Trump with Russia, everybody, Russia, everybody, Russia. That's because they're trying to build a sentiment like they normally do before they get ready to go to war. It's just that this war is going to be the war of all wars, the mother of all wars. You got to understand these two powers, if you eat the Johnny in, has the ability to destroy the world. And this is the Battle of Armageddon. The Bible says that 200 soldiers come down the Valley of Armageddon. No army has that but China. China's the only one that has 200 million soldiers. They can put on the ground, boots on the ground. This is going to be the Valley of Armageddon. This is when Russia and China is going to go against America. America is going to be destroyed. I know y'all don't want to hear it because you, you don't understand. You live in a system of white supremacy that never gets their hands dirty, never tells you that they are the ones that are going to be judged. But they're going to be judged the same way everything the Bible says you shall, whatever the man soweth, that shall he also reap. You're going to pay for your crime. Yes. You're going to pay for your crime. Yes. Genocide of the Australia, of the, of, the, of, the, of the Aborigines, yes, the Tanzanians, yes, we're going to pay for the, the, the um, we're going to pay for the Congolese, what you did to the Congo, you're going to pay, yes, they don't want to talk about it, but this is the end of the book, the end of the book is about settling debt, settling debt, oh, I don't want to get off, I was great, get off, but it's about, say, settling debt. That's why the Bible talks about in the book of Amos that he's going to come down to the valley of Megiddo and plead for his people. This is this is the valley of Jehoshaphat, meaning Armageddon. The goal is of Most High to come down and plead. Now, we wasn't taught that because they taught us we just going to wait for the rapture, going to get out of here and go to heaven. Didn't tell us that Most High is coming back to talk about his people that's been scattered. You don't believe me? Let me know. Oh, oh, why am I talking about this? Because they talking about it. In, in secret rooms, they're talking about these Negroes are figuring this thing out. And that's why there's so much uh, uh, racism distorted and there's so much turmoil. It's because once you destroy the ideology that kept you in bondage, they can no longer keep you in bondage. You are not free because the Most High said you wasn't free. He said 400 years. I'll show you. I'll show you. So say the plagues of Egypt. This was my uh, this was my starting place. Come on, come on. 
this is my starting place. You don't believe this is a plague because the media is doing everything in their power to, 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 to stop you from knowing about this. This is a direct plague. You can't get no more plague than this. But the media is doing everything because you got to understand that 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 the hand with that that come on come on uh bro that the hand of judgment they won't show you the hand of judgment in this nation. The media's job is to keep you from seeing the hand of judgment. That's why every time these tornadoes hit, they don't want you to understand where it hit, how it hit, who it hit, because they understand judgment. Years ago, black people used to say judgment would be coming in the form of natural disasters. We used to say that years ago. Malcolm X even said it before, and they know it's true. So the goal is to keep you from understanding the judgment. Say judgment. Now, the judgment, if you, when, when, when we get into Exodus, you're going to understand that this judgment is paralleling the book of, the book of Exodus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The book of Exodus is paralleling this judgment. Now, you don't have to believe me. Open your eyes and look at it. Just open your eyes and look. Say, look. Now, go to Genesis chapter 15 real quick. Genesis chapter 15. Now, I'm going to prove what I say by the word of God. I'm going to prove it. How could you, even people that come to this country that read the Bible have to look and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute, this don't look right. This, 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 this don't look, who are these people? This don't look right. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, the reason why we need to know that is because to understand who Israel is, is to understand the time of timing of God, to understand what the Most High is doing in this time. And the reason why there's so much, the reason why they keep throwing up the, 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 the killing in Chicago and, and putting us in front of the news every day and all the degradation showing the worst is because they have to explain away this upspike in mistreatment. They got to explain it away so they make us like we deserve it. So they told us, they told us the problem is we didn't comply. And if we only had police, if the police had video cameras, then it would show that we didn't comply. And that was the reason why. So we got video cameras on the police and then we complied. And then Philando Steele got shot, even though he was complying. Walter Scott was running away, got shot in the back. Uh, look at what just happened. I mean, some stuff just happened. What he, I mean, it's not stopping because this, listen, this is a re reaction. This is a reaction. I remember I was looking at me and my wife was in South Africa and we was, uh, we, we were watching the news and there was something big that had happened in South Africa. Uh, I can't think of who it was. I mean, I don't know the politics there very well, but I do know what I saw on TV. There was a group that was coming against, I don't know if it was a labor party, but it was coming against the government or something. They was rising up and the soldiers came. You remember we saw that? Uh, a few months ago, the United States and the European Union put intense pressure on the African countries to fall in line and vote for giving unlimited power to the World Health Organization. You may or may not remember this story. Africa said F you and voted against giving unelected group of globalists power over their lives. Here was the scene, right? Look at this. This was the scene when they were voting on this. And basically African countries stood up and said, no, thank you. There was applause. There was a big, it got suppressed on social media, but there were a couple of tweets that you could actually see people plotting. So Africa stood up for the whole world and they said, no, we are not going to give a group of unelected World Health Organization globalists power to run our lives. So uh, see, uh, see, Africa is kind of waking up, y'all. Y'all see that? And y'all be thinking I'm tripping. Y'all see that? Y'all hear that? They trying to populate, trying to gain control over Africa, just like they trying to do it in, in America. 
Africa, I hope y'all got going things going on well. Hope y'all got y'all mindset strong. And just hold on to the most high. The most high be here to save us after a while. But these people are crazy. You see how they trying to do that uh, one world, one order? Now they think that the phenomenon that they think we was in 20 years ago, now everybody is waking up seeing the, the reality of the game. Mm-mm-mm. And y'all still playing out here. Clear biology and evolution, and it clearly states if your heritage is non-African, if you are not a so-called black person, you are 93% human and 7% Neanderthal. The man on the top right is not Caucasian. He's an albino Dravidian. Caucasoids come from Dravidians. This is basic science. Your people clearly acknowledge that y'all have genetically engineered origins, bro. I'm not being racist. I'm letting you guys know where you come from and letting you know that we're not the same at all. I love everybody, trust me. I would like for you to answer this question for me. If we are the same, why is it that every time a carbonated person have sex with a Caucasoid, we can get red blood cell hemolysis? Let's say if a Caucasian man and a carbonated woman have babies, as soon as his orange positive seed goes inside of her, it immediately gets to breaking down the protein in her red blood cells. That process is known as red blood cell hemolysis, and that's why the carbonated woman would have to get the Rogam shot because her body's trying to immediately kill that offspring because her body's saying, wait, there's a monkey in me, pretty much. So that's why they get the Rogam shot to stop that process. And vice versa. If my seed goes inside of the Caucasoid woman, remember, my, our tube sucks in as well. It don't just pushes out. So I'll be sucking in all of her fluids, and I'll also have red blood cell hemolysis. And all type of other blood diseases that we can get from doing that type of stuff together as well. You would think that I learned my lesson by putting these type of videos out because this is probably the reason why my last account got banned. This is not racism. I don't hate nobody. I'm just educating you on something you've been misinformed about. <laughs> man, don't ban my shit, man. Please, but I'm, I'm going to probably delete this motherfucker. It prisons people within their own homes. All of this was based on the idea that vaccination helps prevent the spread of the virus. Otherwise, why should people out of society? But this has now proven to be a big lie. Even the president of um, for international development market of Pfizer now admits that there was no scientific basis to say vaccination would stop the transmission of the virus. And I find this one of the biggest scandals of our time. The politicians responsible for this will be angry that people are looking back at this time, well, but I won't forget what they did to millions anymore. of people, and if we are a democracy, we should have accountability, and that's what yes. I'm calling for. Yes. If we are a democracy, and by the way, Pfizer knew this, none of its executives bothered to crack these politicians, and yet no mm. Pfizer executive has been charged with the crime that they committed, which is pretty unbelievable. I wish we had more politicians like you in Washington. Rob Rose, thank you for coming on tonight. We are wow. Marijuana, smoking ganja, uh, taking an uh, herb, a sacred herb that have lots of medicinal qualities, and and rolling it up and and torching it, and sucking that torch down into our, our our lungs, we're actually ingesting a lot of the toxins that have been activated by the fire. See, there's nothing wrong with the herb, but it's the fire. 
that activates the toxins in the herbs. And this toxin goes directly into the lungs, which is supposed to expel toxins. And as it hits the bloodstream, it instantly, once it hits the, gets to the lungs, the blood now travels through the brain. And with these toxins on it, it creates a, a, an irritation on the brain. And this toxic irritation is what we identify as being high. <laughs> you know? We identify this as being high. But the body automatically goes into self-defense. It wants to get these toxins off the brain. And one of the things that we do to get the toxins off the brain is go have some sex. Bring it down here. <laughs> you know, because you need a lot of blood activity down in the sexual organs. So that's one way that the one thing that creates that sexual aggression. And of course, uh, there's other uh, effects, uh, dietary effects in particular. Because one good place to get that blood off the brain quickly is down into the stomach area. So we go and we eat foods that are hard to digest. We have a lot of yams and green bananas and potatoes and rice and beans and bread and nuts, chips, the munchies, <laughs> the munchies, you know, trying to get that blood off the brain, trying to protect the brain. Otherwise, we're going to burn out a lot of brain cells. So these are things that, that we really need to wake up to, you know, and stop destroying us. Did y'all see Hurricane Ian? No, like... Did y'all see Hurricane Ian? Like, the devastation and destruction from this storm was so severe and so bad that they said, listen, forget climate change. This had nothing to do with climate change. This was biblical. And Black people, do you know that this has a direct correlation to you and how bad America has treated you? And don't worry, this is not a page where we just make blanket statements and don't back them up and prove them. So let's go ahead and prove it. For the past decades, these two men have been warning Black people and the United States government of America to watch the weather. They said that because of their mistreatment of Black people, God was going to use weather to judge America. The Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the eternal leader of the nation of Islam for decades, warned the nations of the earth, but specifically America, that the wrath of God is imminent due to her wickedness perpetrated against the Black man and woman of America. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught that God would use the forces of nature to pummel and punish America. He wrote about this in 1973 in his book, The Fall of America. He also wrote, all around the southern border of America, storms are raging. There are tornadoes and heavy rains and more storms are on the way, one right after another. And in the north and far west and in the east, America is surrounded with the judgments of God. Mr. Farrakhan said that this is God's sanction on America for her mistreatment of black people. He said to watch the weather and every year the weather has gotten worse and worse and worse. Now, there are only two options. Either what these two men are saying are completely false and the weather in America is just normally bad, or every single time you turn on your news, it proves what they're saying and it's time for us to heed the warning. Now, it's certainly no coincidence that America is the number one country hit by the highest number of weather-related disasters. What is America's record? towards black people. Now I've made videos on my page before where I talked about how black people in America today, right now, as taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan are the real true children of Israel, that we are God's people. And God judged the nation that who was mistreating his people by sending severe weather storms. Hello, Hurricane Ian. 
And before y'all start with the, oh, there's black people in America, black people were in the hurricane too. Let's see who Hurricane Ian devastated the most. The small island community of Sanibel, Florida was decimated by the hurricane. So much so that the mayor of Sanibel said the damage was catastrophic and biblical. They've never seen anything like this. And that they can't even understand the damage that they've experienced. As soon as I said small island, y'all should have known, but oh, what, do I need to zoom in? Right. For so long, they've tried to convince us that black lives don't matter, but they clearly matter to the person sending these storms to destroy this country. Black people, did y'all see Hurricane Ian? No. Saudi Arabia joined Russia, because up until then, the U.S. dollar was a petrol dollar, and everybody had to buy oil in dollars. And Saudi Arabia says, America's weak, and they plus America's screwing, you know, they were playing games with money. So uh, right after we abandoned Afghanistan, just check history. Saudi Arabia joined Russia. They're called the BRICS today. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. So the BRICS now have their new currency called the gold-backed CB, you know, central bank crypto yuan gold-backed. And so the BRICS are 70% of the world population. And when they shift to the gold-backed yuan, they're going to wipe out the dollar, which America is a set of Hawaii. I love because the dollar's going to go. Man, let me run this down, bro. Our mothers, grandmothers, ain't all the people we love, the ones that go to church every Sunday, don't know this Bible. We love them, though, but they don't know this Bible. They are Florida Evans. I call those people Florida Evans. All those women, they are all Florida Evans. I'm going to show you why. Watch this. Can we at least let black Jesus hang alongside? Forget it. The only Jesus I know is him. And the one thing he don't need is a pardon. Mama, how do we know Jesus wasn't black? He could have been from the lost tribe of Israel. They were supposed to be black. I bet they were. If ever people were lost, we're in. Now, just wash out both of you. This picture has been in my family for as long as I can remember. When I was a baby, I don't know what I saw first. My mama, my papa, or this Jesus. Now, he's the one I know and love. So let's close the subject. Jesus was black. The Bible would have said so. But it does say so. What are you talking about? In this video, you just seen a few things, but I'm only name one or two. She didn't even know that Jesus was black and it was in the Bible. She holier than now. Michael said it is in the Bible. She said, what you talking about? They let you know she don't read the book. That's one. Two is this here. Didn't they say that was near the wine though? Didn't you know in the Bible, Jesus was a wine bibber? His first miracle was turning water into wine. Another thing is this here. She said when she was born, she didn't know what she saw first. Her mama, her papa, the white Jesus. <laughs> Man, let me run this down. So let me get this story straight. This five-year veteran cop kid witnesses four cops gang rape a woman. And because he won't participate, they lure him into a training exercise and beat him so bad, break his back and kill him to keep him from testifying and filing a report on him. And the captain and them know it and covering it all up. Calling it an unfortunate accident. Now see in this case here, this really goes to show you how evil they are. They killing they own. You know what they saying right now? Anybody that ain't all the way for us, 
let's get rid of them. And the captains and the lieutenants and the sergeants and the police chiefs, they all in on it. They know damn well there wasn't no accident and no training. When you break a man's, his back broke and his face looked like you've been hit. He'd been punched 88 times with a hammer. And they go talk about, it was just an accident. Murder. Premeditated. They lured him. They lured him there. Rape charges. Would a police officer testify that he witnessed it? They would be done. Disgraced. The police captain, sergeant, chief, everybody removed instantaneously. The mayor would have no choice. They sacrificed his life to stay in power. That's how far these people will attack black people after they've been murdered when they did absolutely nothing wrong you're pushing us to the limit and what do i mean by that you're asking us to talk about history the history of the south this is in georgia what it, what happened in georgia there were savages in georgia it was the ancestors of the white right wingers they were absolute savages they murdered people, they lynched people, they raped people, they enslaved people. They took babies from their mothers and sold them as property. You wanna talk about savages? Your ancestors were the biggest savages the world has ever seen. And so don't you dare, don't you dare call a black man a savage after you murdered him. Don't you dare do that. I'm so sick of African-Americans being called violent when the world's worst violence was done to them, not by them, to them, not by them. They attack black people after they've been murdered. What I've learned about people is a lot of women don't want therapy because if they go to therapy, it takes away the, the, the negative reasons that they can use to justify bad behavior. So really- Whoa, 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 whoa. That's true. Whoa. So it, what you're saying is women are used to being victims of, of, of the goddamn wind blowing, victims of their refrigerators. If they can't, if they go get therapy, they can't be victims anymore and they'll just wither and die because they live off of victimization. And if they're no longer victims, they'll just they'll just fall out. Is that is that what you're saying, Sir Hale? That's precisely it. It's the get out of accountability key. And if if they go to therapy, you take away that key, and now they are forced to be responsible. And so it's it's much more beneficial initially to be a victim than it is to be responsible. Educated who? Yeah. Who 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 miseducated these? The artists. Yeah, the young guy that's trying to come up and yeah. become an artist? Yeah, who miseducated Who miseducated him? Yeah. The public school system that they grew up in. Well, why didn't their parents educate him? Your parents were The parents were miseducated. Well, okay. Well, how is the parents getting miseducated? And you guys... Are I mean, let's not, let's not act like parents, the title parents, supposed to mean know-it-all. My you know mama, listen, up, listen, a bro. lot of these parents were 14, 15, 16 my, my years mama, old. My mama had, my brother at 15 mm -hmm. had me at 17. Exactly. My mama so didn't know. My mama didn't graduate from high school, but she okay. was one of the most educated women I know. That's why I'm educated. Okay. I had a private tutor, even though my mama was uneducated. Okay. Our ancestors couldn't read or write. 
They was very uneducated. They was miseducated. Our ancestors, how did they do better than us? My mama don't have a high school diploma. How can that woman raise me to be so smart and educated and she was uneducated? Yeah. How? She made sure I read books. Well, when I come home from work, y'all better have that homework laid out. And if I get her at home tonight at 3 in the morning, you ain't got that homework laid out, you ain't been took a bath, because I'm going to go in there and check that soap. And if that soap ain't wet, I'm waking y'all ass up. You go do that homework and you go bathe. How? That woman made sure we went to school and paid attention. She made sure we valued education with her miseducated, uneducated ass. No high school diploma, but this woman made it out of poverty and we was walking on marble flows, nigga, ordering our Christmas gifts out the Nemo Marcus catalog in 81. How? And she a teenage mother. Mama owned dope, granddaddy abandoned her. How? No excuses, huh? Come on, my nigga. Couldn't read, how did I learn how to read? Mm. And you niggas got all the excuses in the world. Have you ever seen a nigga hung from a tree? Nah, what excuse you got, my nigga? How they go miseducate us with the kind of people we had? Our mothers them became whores. Our daddies them became weak niggas who didn't value education. We come from a home life who mama liked playing in a pussy, watching days of our lives, whooping ass, and didn't give a damn if you learned how to read. White boy didn't have nothing to do with that. Your mama's determination, the white boy ain't got nothing to do with that. My mama had a determination to make it out as a teenage mother. And she made sure we valued education. So when the white boy said we done something at school, my mama went up there and listened to what them white folks said we did. And knowing her baby, she said, yeah, you done that. Them people ain't lying on you. Some mama went up there and said, you lying on my, and know that motherfucker done that. When I ran from the police and my cousin got caught, my mama went down to that boy's home and said, where Charleston at? I know he was with you. I know he was with you. My mama didn't cover for me. When it was time for them white folks to release me, my mama said, no, hell no, that boy come home now, he gonna be back in trouble. Keep him some more. God damn, mama, I can come home. Keep him some more. I stayed three more years, nigga. Honorable. We used to be honorable people, nigga, that had a value system. Now we're a bunch of weak, victim-minded people that blame this white man for everything, and we get free education. Our ancestors couldn't go read, nigga. We know how to read. How we so goddamn dumb and miseducated now? And them people couldn't read. Man, the white man ain't got nothing to do with your mom and dad and breaking up. Your daddy being that low down cheap motherfucker, fuck your mama's sister and her best friend in the project, and they fall. White boy ain't got nothing to do with that. When your mom and daddy met that night at that club and they started fing, white boy ain't got nothing to do with the conditions your mom and daddy met on. And what your daddy decided to do after he had a baby. The white man didn't push no button for that. What you learned in school ain't got nothing to do with the white man. Your desire to learn and the things you like to read about ain't got nothing to do with no white man. Who they didn't allow us to read. And the main book that we were trying to read was that Bible. And they was constantly fighting us against reading that Bible and slavery because they knew 
we knew that in that book was the answer to our trouble. We knew this was the book of the Lord. And we knew that our answer was in it, but didn't know how to read some songs about it. To this day, um, they don't admit that that song, Sweet Low Swing, Swing Low Sweet Chariot, yeah. is our song. We wrote that. Right. They also didn't know, they also don't admit that that song, uh, Amazing Grace, right. that they sing all over the world, a thousand of you might sing it, right. is our song. And we sang in slavery. Right. You know what I mean? That they stole from us. Right. Excuse me. So in so we in fighting to get out of slavery and to get them and to wake up, we were scrapping to, to read this book. Now when they when they emancipated us as slaves, we got free, we started to read this book. Right. And as we started to read the Bible, to study the Bible and move and migrate north, we started reading about these people and finding out that it was us. If you go back in Harlem, back all the way back to the 1900s and before, right after we got out of slavery, right. we started forming synagogues, like black, you know, Israelite synagogues, where we started, you know, learning the knowledge, learning the truth, right. waking up in the truth. Right. And so the dumb slaves and ex-slaves that migrated north passed it on to the brothers that was in Harlem. The brothers that was in Harlem now got together, studied, built it up, and they start spreading. Right. And as they were spreading it in Harlem, uh, the brother Abba Bibbins was one of those brothers that came up through their ranks and, and took what he had, got from them, and set up a school right on uh, Fifth Avenue. It's the same school that Chief Head Priest uh, Ari uh, Yaikwa and Ari lived in for many years. Really, Yaikwa lived there until his death. He, he stood right there while the school was built. Now, Abba Bivens, if you don't know, was killed. Okay, standing up for this word. Was killed by Muslims. Right. Who was who would be who detested hearing that we was the Israelites. But them brothers from slavery on, this had been this been a fight to get this record back to us since then. Right. Forget about back I can go all the way back to Egypt if you really want to get it on. Right. All the way up to now, but just from there. Right. So after he was killed, Masha, Yaikwa, and Ariel, the top three chief head priests, right. who was in this school. The school fell apart, of course, because Bibbins was. If you shop at the dollar store, you will want to hear this. A recent study done by Environmental Defense found that up to 30% of the products at dollar stores, such as Dollarama, contain hazardous chemicals. They found that at least one in four products tested contained toxic chemicals that were found in hair clips, toys, and lead in children's headphones. All of the food cans tested contained toxic chemicals, 60% BPA, 40% with PVC and polyester resin. They found that all the microwave popcorn packaging contains PFAS, which is linked to cancer, liver damage, decreased fertility, and asthma. Even the receipts contain BPS, which is really unsafe for the workers handling these every day. The people who are mostly impacted by this are the lower-income, marginalized, and racialized communities. What lies in the today? dark surely Here's come out in the light. the way Dr. Martin Luther King was actually killed. Wow. He wasn't killed from the bullet that hit him on the balcony. He was taken to the St. Joseph's Hospital and he was killed in the emergency room of St. Joseph's Hospital by the chief of neurosurgery, Dr. Breen Bland, 
who came in when they were all working on him in the emergency room and he said, get out of here, let that die. And as they moved out of the room, the last one out was a surgical nurse, Lula Mae Shelby. And when she heard them gathering up spit in their lungs to spit on Martin's body lying on the bed there, then she saw Dr. Bland take the catheters out of Martin's body and take the pillow from under his head and put it over his face and suffocate him. And that's how Mark Martin King died. That's how... Jim Carrey was trying to expose the secrets of the government and the Illuminati, but we weren't listening to him? You need to see this. So Jim Carrey went on the Jimmy Kimmel Live show several years ago to promote a movie, and during his entrance, he just kept flashing the symbol of the Illuminati to everyone. He didn't even let Jimmy ask one question about his movie. He spent his whole time trying to wake people up and just expose and talk about the government. The producers had no idea he was going to do this. Have you, um... Oh, like you don't know what it is. I have no idea. You don't know. Jimmy Fallon doesn't know. David Letterman doesn't know. I, I'm here tonight to blow the lid off it, to be the whistleblower. It, for years now, talk show hosts, people on television, people in sitcoms have been hired by the government to <laughs> throw you off the track, to distract you, to make you laugh and stuff like that, make you happy and docile so you don't know what's really going on. The producers had no clue he was going to do that, and it sounded like people were laughing during the interview, but everyone who went to the live taping exposed that no one was laughing, it was completely silent, and they just edited laugh tracks over it, which makes it so much creepier. People are worried for his health and safety now after putting himself on the line like this, and the weird fact that he's had less jobs recently, and now he's suddenly choosing to retire. Well, I'm retiring, and this is something you might never hear another celebrity say, I have enough. I've done enough. I am enough. I'm gonna show you one last crazy clip of what he said, but before I do, make sure you follow so you find and know the craziest conspiracy theories about each of these celebrities and requests you want to see next. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to turn us into, you know, consumer drones of some sort. Yeah. I just gotta get this. And I'm sorry, Jimmy. I was temporarily interrupted by my iPhone 6 Plus. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you directly. Yeah. Do you want a divorce? I do want a divorce. I so you want to be done? Yeah. I don't care if she sent me back to my account. I just want a peace of mind. I just want a peace of mind. She's not giving me the peace of mind. I'm doing, I'm doing everything for her. You know, I'm not getting that appreciation. You know when somebody do something for you, you give appreciation. That person will want to do more. So you're hearing this directly. He's saying he wants a divorce. Are you processing it? Are you receiving that? I'm processing. Yeah. So... That is it. I told her what I want. I want a divorce in the marriage because I can't, I can't live my life like this. Yeah, that is it. So I'm going to think they're going to ignore me about talking about reparations. I'm going to show them better. Senator Warnock, why are you afraid to talk about reparations? Senator Warnock, why are you afraid to do policies for black Americans? Savannah, Georgia is a 60% black city and black Americans are 70% of the people in poverty. Black Americans are 80% of the homeless. We own less land now than we did during the days of Jim Crow. You're an we you're a racist. 
You're racist. You're racist. You're racist. You were probably at a lynching rally. You were probably at a lynching rally when you were young. You might need to shut your mouth. Anyway, we've lost, we've had 18 million acres of land stolen. We've had 18 million acres of land stolen. Black American men right now have the highest unemployment rate. Why? What are you going to do about that, Senator Warnock? What is your plan? Can you talk to black Americans about what you plan to do about the poverty and the injustices we experience? We own less homes now than we did during Jim Crow. Am I the only person that bothers? Okay? We've had 19 million acres of black land stolen. Am I the only person who that's bothered with? I don't care right now. Okay, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is the same government. Look at these white people trying to stop someone talking about black issues. Get them on camera. Look at these white people trying to stop a black man talking about black American issues. These are the same white people that would have shown up at a lynching rally smiling. Look at them. I'm talking about black American issues and look at them. Look at them. Get a good face if you're going viral. I'm talking about black American issues. If you don't want to hear about it, you can go back to the country club. Look at these white people. Look at them. Look at them, y'all. These are the same white Democrats who tell us they are our allies. These are the ones who say black lives matter. But when you start talking about policies for those black lives, they don't want to hear it. No, I'm not with no LGBTQ stuff. Give me a reparation stuff. Talk about reparations. If you are a black American, how are you not angry about the stuff we're going through? How are you not asking about what's going to be done for your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren? We are falling further to the bottom. I don't understand how any black person is not upset about this. And they do things for Hispanics. They do things for homosexuals. They do things for Asians. What are they doing for black Americans? What is going to be done for black Americans? Senator Warnock. You think you will not be held accountable, but you're all will. That's why Stacey Abrams is struggling with black voters, because she's not talking about black policies for black Americans. But y'all do things for Native Americans. Y'all do things for Asians. Y'all have done things for Jews. You do things for the LGBTQ. But what about my black American brothers and sisters? And some of you want to tell me to be quiet? No, we've been quiet long enough. We have less homes now than we did during Jim Crow. That's why. We, 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 anyway, he's everybody senator. That means black American senators too. That means black American senators too. Look, y'all, sometimes you're going to have a black person arguing against you. He's black American senators too. He's done things for Ukrainians. He's done things for Ukrainians. He's done things for Ukrainians. He's done things for illegal immigrants, so he can do things for us as well. He's done things for these other groups, so he can do things for us as well. He's done, he's done things for other groups, he can do something for black Americans as well. He's done things for other groups, he can do things for black Americans as well. I speak for me. I speak for me. Love and I speak the white for the man people so that feel much. like me. I 
speak for the people that think like me. I speak for the people that think like me. So I'm asking the black American people, I'm anyway, I'm asking the black Americans who are upset about the way black Americans are being treated, why are we all not asking him, what are you going to do specifically for black Americans? Anytime someone asks for a vote, we need to ask them, what are you going to do for us? What are you going to do for us? They've done things for Asians, okay? Well, I'm saying specifically for black Americans, specifically for us. They've done things for Asian Americans. They've done things for Native Americans. But where's the policy to deal with all the stuff we've been through? That's all I'm asking. Well, he, I'm, I'm saying, no, but I'm not saying it's his responsibility, but I'm saying, what is just his plan specifically for us? We, we are doing, I agree. That's why I try to speak with him face to face. I'm only saying, No, I'm just trying to have a conversation. That's it. I'm trying to look out for us. What's going to be specifically done for us? That's what I'm looking for. We can't be quiet and respectful all the time. We can't be quiet and respectful all the time. We have to speak out. Every other group speaks out. It's private property. This is private property. We own this property. Come on down. Alright, so anyway, what's he going to do for us? What's he going to do for us? Okay, you call the police, they'll probably shoot me in your hand, and nothing will be done about it like nothing's done about anything else. Can, can you leave on the phone? Sure. Thank you. Wow. What's going to be done for black Americans? Thank you. Thank you, sister. If I don't want her on my property, you can't do it. But you see, I'm talking about black American issues. You see how I'm treated? You see, if I was here talking about illegal immigrants, they wouldn't be treating me like this. Whatever, man. Get the fuck away from me. You are sorry. All y'all sorry. Y'all see how people dying, and y'all not saying nothing to this man about it. Y'all see how people dying, and you not saying a fucking thing about it. Y'all put my finger in your face. Get the hell away from me. I know how to walk. Look, anyway, whatever. What if call the cops? Call the cops. Call the cops. Tell them to shoot. Tell them to shoot. Call the cops and tell them to shoot. Call the cops and tell them to shoot. You don't give a fuck about black people. Poverty pimp. Now. Poverty pimp. Guess whatever. God don't. God, God ain't gonna bless you because you a sellout. God ain't gonna bless you because you a sellout. God ain't gonna bless you because you a sellout. You a fucking sellout. All these. Look at all these housing projects, everyone. Look at all these housing projects. This is where black people are living. And he doesn't give a fuck about it. He wants to kiss our fair war in our ass. I don't want to know you, the bitch. Now, fuck you. Fuck you, poverty pimp.
emotions on my sleeve. Focus on my goals so I can achieve. Riches to spend, miles to feed. On my knees saying please. No time to cope out, no one to talk to. So I gotta do what I gotta do. Can I ride on something? Can I have a little something? Can I roll a little something? Look at me, I ain't fun. Say what you wanna say, believe what you wanna believe. Do what you wanna do. That's how the world view you Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Can I save a little something? Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Can I save a little something? Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Look at me, I ain't frightened Roll off the clip, brother done flip This a little tip before I hit you in your lip Take a little chip, have your little nip before you get your ass ripped, singing like a ship, is this a blip? Run around on a mad trip, fuck around and get your ass kicked with no guilt. You're invisible to the naked eye, and look into the sky, asking God why. Can I die? Dead dreams don't fly. Let me break it down to the new sound. I'm not playing around, I'm making much, much pound. Focus on my riches and I want it now. Say what you want to say, believe what you want to believe, do what you want to do. You wanna be, you ain't shit, that's how the world view you. Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Can I save a little something? Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Can I save a little something? Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Look at me, I ain't frontin'. We want you to marinate on this. If you feel this, then you know what I'm talking about.